0: Sometimes it's the little things. Hello, and welcome to this week's Urgent Bite, brought to you by the Royal New Zealand College of Urgent Care. My name is Guy Melrose, and today I want to talk about what passes our patients' lips. So this week's little contemplative meander through my urgent care mind was triggered initially by a paper I saw via the research review about the benefits of drinking tea. Now, as someone who was weaned on tea and drinks double digit numbers of cups a day, I was always going to click on a study that looked at the health benefits of tea. The paper in the Annals of Internal Medicine had shown benefits to cardiovascular health in patients who drank 2 to 10 cups of tea a day. This made me happy to learn that my lifelong addiction might have health benefits, but I was not sure I could make that paper a subject of an urgent bite. But it did get me thinking about how a cup of tea can be a useful treatment adjunct to us in urgent care. A while ago now, I used to do some locum work in the emergency department of Whitehaven Hospital in Cumbria. I enjoyed working there for a number of reasons. The Lake District is a beautiful part of the world, and the drive there was always a treat. But the thing I remember was how friendly it was, and this was highlighted by the way trays of hot toast and pots of tea were regularly brought to the staff room. As with most EDs, Upon discharging the patient, we had to code the consultation by ticking various boxes to provide a diagnosis and any treatment given. I always remember one of the senior doctors there would often add in a little extra tick box to their discharge sheet and write the words cup of tea and then ticket. They often would make a cup of tea for patients, often older patients who were waiting transport home. They considered it a treatment, so wrote it on the form, and I think they're right. If I were in an emergency department, having had an injury and was feeling a bit under the weather, I'm sure a cup of tea would make me feel better. Indeed, I remember being called at 4am to the ward as a house officer to sort out some night sedation for a patient who was wandering. When I got there it turned out the patient was a farmer who always arose at 4am, and so They didn't really need sedation. They got a cup of tea in the family room and watched the sunrise. So I think tea was a preferable prescription to temazepam, and so perhaps we should consider it a treatment. So having had this thought, my mind turned to when we should not be giving patients something to drink, or eat for that matter. And I think that is the urgent care take-home message for this particular urgent bite. For patients with surgical problems being referred up to the hospital, we should make sure that part of our phone call to the hospital includes the question, can this person eat or drink? I think it's critical that we establish this prior to sending the patient up, because it would not be a desirable outcome if a patient needing an urgent surgical procedure got bumped because they ate something en route to the hospital. It would also be beneficial for us to counsel the patient about this in a way that means they understand that this may change. They should be aware to ask if or when they may eat or drink, especially if they've been told by the surgeon that their case will wait until tomorrow. A paper published in 2020 in the journal Clinical Nutrition found that patients in general spent too long fasting for surgery and that emergency surgery patients spent the longest fasting. So making sure our patients understand why they're fasting and that they should ask for clarification if unsure is a little thing we can do to help improve our patients' journey through the health system. And finally, Documenting when the patient last ate in your referral letter is a really useful bit of handover information. So considering oral intake in urgent care is important, but not just in assessing if someone is dehydrated. It's also helpful to ensure a patient gets their urgent surgery without unnecessary delay. And while a cup of tea seemingly has long-term health benefits, occasionally a cup of tea might be just the right medicine. I've linked to both the tea drinking paper and the fasting for surgery paper in the show notes if you fancy a read but we'll be back again next week with another podcast I look forward to seeing you all then but for now thanks for listening.